Hey everybody, my name is Tyler, I'm from Hecova, and this is update version 1.0. It'll be the first episode, and it'll serve as a kind of get-to-know-me session before we get into the other things. Uh, each episode is going to dive into a different uh, mechanic or game, maybe a genre, and it'll, it'll really flesh out our feelings, and I say our, um, I hope to have guests on, and if not, it'll just be me and my thoughts and feelings on certain things. Uh, at the core of it all, I'm the creative lead, well that's the current title is creative lead, for a small group of friends that are, is working on creating an open world multiplayer game called Talcrest. It's, um, it's a culmination of ideas over many years. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I've always thought that gaming is a passion of mine. And I wanted to, you know, as a kid, you wanted to be, <laughs> you wanted to be a beta tester, right? You, you wanted to try out the games before they came out. You wanted to do all the little things that uh, people never really thought about doing. Um, and the older I got, the more I didn't want to be a beta tester <laughs> because, I mean, look at, look at uh, all the early access games that have come out, right? Uh, I'll, I'll use uh, Ark Survival Evolved as an example. It's one of my top played games ever. Uh, <laughs> going, going through the years of uh, interesting development in early access uh, definitely showed me I did not want to be a beta tester. <laughs> uh, but I, I think I do want to help be part of a team that creates a really awesome game. And that's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast. Uh, I want... Uh, at, at its core, I want the podcast to be um, so, sort of a, a seed that grows into, you know, a, a large community of people who care about games and gaming and the gaming community. And for those who want to better understand games and game development, you know, why why did a game developer choose certain things? Why did, why did they why did they implement this mechanic rather than uh, something and and I think it's really interesting because it, it's really hard for a game developer to connect with their with their audience and another it's another reason I want to do the podcast and I wanted to show that uh, you know we're not we're not hiding behind a corporate face we we're regular people I mean I I have I, I currently as of oh boy what what is today May third twenty twenty. <laughs> I, I have very little I, I have two years of programming experience and I know to a lot of people listening they're thinking two years what are you out of your freaking mind you want to make a game uh, well I've, I've been writing stories ever since I was little uh, I've been a dungeon master for a few years and I have contributed to a few uh, stories uh, story and ideas around the internet and I have a ton of uh, gaming experience. I play a ton of games. Uh, and, and again, I just wanted to start this as a way to hopefully reach out to other people who are also interested in that kind of thing and to try to try to get some new insights. You know, I hope to have, um, you know, may, maybe we have uh, professional game developers or maybe we just have people with great communities. I'm, I'm friends with a few people who have you know, dozens to hundreds of people in their gaming communities and to talk to them and see how they're, how, how they've grown, not only 
as a person in that community, but as gamers in that community. Um, I, I remember when I was young, <laughs> when I was young, I used to play a lot of Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3, which is an incredible mouthful. And it's a, it's just a straight up fighting game. And I'm, I have yet to find a fighting game that I've enjoyed. Now I also enjoyed the Dragon Ball Z anime. So that, that probably contributed to a lot, but the very fleshed out combat system is what I really enjoyed. And that's a, a big hit that uh, I, I'm not a fan of tab, tab targeting and uh, hotkey spamming. Personally, I'm not a fan. Uh, I have, I have a, one of my best friends, he's very into MMOs, and I'm sure he'll be on the show. Uh, he's very into MMOs, especially World of Warcraft, and most of it is hotkey spamming. Um, and I, another point for this podcast is for, is for me to reach out, because I, I don't understand the draw. I've tried so hard, and I'll use World of Warcraft as an example, I've tried so hard to get into that game. And, and I just can't do it. I, I don't know what it is between the repetitive quest system and, and and they say the game starts at level 60, which is, well, which was cap, right? So this was, this was way back in the day, back when I was, oh man, uh, middle school, high school, and World of Warcraft was really becoming popular, um, that these people would say the game starts at 60. Uh, I don't want to have to get to level 60 for a game to start being good. I, I, I can get to, I think, level 12 before I am sick and tired of farming murlocs and... Uh, oh gosh, I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't even remember some of the other creatures. Which is funny, because I'm very into Hearthstone, which is the card game branch off, spin off, of World of Warcraft, and I say branch off spinoff is because it starts off as a World of Warcraft theme, and then it kind of took its own, which you know is great for them, good for them, but they still try to keep that core mentality. Anyway, I'm I'm getting off off the point, off the subject, but uh, so the podcast itself will not be strictly what our game is, but rather a discussion about gaming as an entirety and sometimes we'll discuss things that we'd like to see in games or things that we're actually doing to change those things um, or you know what are our ideas versus theirs how are they implementing um, how are they implementing their combat system how are they implementing customization how are they implementing uh, the economy and, and that, that that type of idea and how it kind of resonates with our group but again it's it's not so much that this is the Talcrest podcast it's more of how how are games developed and why and i think it's i think it's fairly interesting at least in my opinion that's why i'm starting the podcast <laughs> so um i'm gonna give my top seven favorite games and and i hope you can get a mild grasp on who I am as a gamer. Uh, so I'll give you top seven in no order. I could I could never order these if I wanted to. Um, Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3, Minecraft, Ark Survival Evolved, Overwatch, 
Hearthstone, Borderlands, and the Deus Ex series. Uh, they are very different, but they all, except for the Dragon Ball Z, they all have something in common, and that's first person. I love first person. When a game is strictly third person, it is like very, very hard for me to get into it. And I know a lot of people say, well, why do you want to play a game where you can't see the character that you're making when customization is so important to, and especially to me, customize, if, if I can't customize a lot, I don't like it. Um, I, f I feel very limited. And a, a game I'm going to reference is Prototype. Which, um, I don't know if you remember, it's a, it's a guy who becomes part of a virus and he, he can uh, morph using the virus to have claws, armor, a large blade, etc. It's all third person, there's no customization, but I love it. Why? Well, that's kind of something I hope to dive into in a future episode. Because it, it doesn't match up to my overall favorite genres because my favorite genres are survival and multiplayer um i used to play a lot of single player games like skyrim oh, i played a lot of skyrim um and that that'll be a future episode <laughs> all by itself and why it's not a top seven but it, it's probably top 10 but it's not top seven um i love survival i love crafting and and I, and I think genres is hard. It's hard to say what are your favorite genres because I could say survival, but it's not a hundred percent true. Um, but I guess mechanics is a little easier to talk about. So I love customization. Customization is for me the epitome of <laughs> uh, 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 epitome is not the word. Uh, it it is how I have fun in a game because I can stand uh, in the Grand Theft Auto 5 clothing store for probably hours at a time figuring out different outfits uh, figuring out what matches what car and then taking or or taking a car to the Los Santos customs and customizing that and then going to match uh, an outfit or going to match uh, one of the businesses or that that type of thing. Being able to customize and personalize is extremely important to me. And that that's almost the basis <laughs> of Talcrest is that I don't believe that a lot of games allow a lot of customization. They allow some, mainly in the form of coloring and I'm not a huge fan of that. I, I appreciate it. I do. But it that itself doesn't make me have fun. Um, it, it's the different styles. It's the, you know, the tucked hoodie or the, uh, the tucked uh, polo shirt versus the untucked polo shirt. It, it, it's just the, the different... I want, I want to be able to do as I please. And I think it's... I think I love the idea that I can be immersed in a game, and that's one of my other favorite mechanics is immersion, and and a game that I can feel like I'm that character. Uh, <laughs> in in Ark, for example, um, 
uh, a buddy of mine, he uses the smallest character and uh, has the a, a very dark skin tone because you have this. That means you have the smallest hitbox, and it's hard to be seen at night. And then he colors all of his uh, gear in black. Now, why does he do that? Because when you're doing PvP, player versus player, you want to have the upper hand. I play someone who looks, well, not looks like me, but how I wish I would look. So I play as the tallest, buffest character uh, that tr that matches my skin tone, uh, which is uh, uh, mildly tanned Caucasian. So I, I stand out. I, I stand out heavily when I play games. Uh, and, and that's because I care more about my immersion and having fun in my own in my own bubble rather than being good at PvP. Um, crafting kind of kind of ties along with survival. What bugs me in crafting is when games force you to craft certain things in order to progress the game when I believe that if that there should be different avenues um, my, my dad for example hates crafting hates crafting we'll, we'll do a whole episode on that and I'll hope I, I can hopefully have him on just so we can talk about it a little bit but because to him he would rather jump in the game he wants to get into the action he wants to get into the meat of the game rather than having to worry about, um, you know, well, I didn't create enough health potions and I can't find any out there. I need to, oh, I have to wait until I can craft this bag so I can hold more stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that I enjoy. But that's not to say that crafting should be what limits the game, um, in, in my opinion. Uh, and I, I guess that kind of segues into one of my other favorite mechanics, which is exploration. Um, and I think Minecraft does a fantastic job of this because, uh, and I'll, I'll touch on a little bit more in a second, uh, but Minecraft does a really great job because it's, for a lot of uh, maps, it's infinitely expanding, right? So you have an infinite amount of exploration to do. Um, but... And, and what I wanted to say a minute ago was that exploration is ocean wide, but knee high <laughs> or ankle deep, I think is the, is the phrase. But, uh, you know, you can you can explore all day long and you can you can find new biomes and, you know, find really great mountains and travel the ocean, traverse the deserts. And you might come across a desert temple, you may come across a sunken ship, and all of all of those things they've added are fantastic. Uh, I, I think it really adds to the secret lore of Minecraft, but there's not enough for me. Um, as much as I would love for there to be... Uh, uh, because after a while, it becomes... A little too tedious you know you you found a desert temple you know how to beat it super easy you get the rewards and then that's it there's nothing more to it 
Um, you find a, a jungle temple and you kind of learn how to get around it. You kind of learn the, the ins and outs, but it it's the same concept. Um, and I, I know a lot of dungeons, uh, like, you know, Skyrim, for example, they have a lot of different dungeons. Um, they're, they're laid out and even some are even laid out the exact same. They're almost copy pasted uh, from one corner of the map on the other. But the story within those caves are different and the the npcs in it are different and you know they've, they've tried to make it a point to where it's worth it to explore this and i don't think minecraft has done as well a job as i'm sure they could but uh you know and and, and this is Another you know, reason for a pot for the podcast is that, you know, we want to talk about, well, what could Minecraft do? What could they do to make that exploration a little more enticing? Just a little more something, just to give it a little bit, a little, little bit of oomph so that way it doesn't become tiresome after a couple of weeks of kind of traveling around the map. Um, but it, it's not fair to criticize other games when, you know, we, we are working on a game and I, I hope that this doesn't become a, well, we're doing this better because of this. I, I, you know, I want it to be more of, more of a commentary on what's going on with, you know, what's going on with the exploration in Minecraft. What's going on with why did the game developers in Overwatch suddenly decide, well, you know, we've been working on this mechanic for uh, called hero pools for a long time, but uh, forget it. Uh, and uh, man, an another thing, and I'm oh man, I could talk about. I could probably have two episodes of the podcast dedicated to this. I I don't want us to be the game developers that don't turn to our audience, that don't turn to our communities. Because I have seen time after time where game developers have said, you know, wh what do you guys want in the community? And they give their feedback and then there's silence. There's, there's no communication. Everyone's gone quiet. And, you know, the, the new Minecraft update that's about to come out, uh, the Nether update, amazing as it looks and incredible. I think they've done an incredible job. It's not what the people want. You know, it, it, it's on the table. You know, they want the Nether updated. And I'm all for it. But people have been begging for a cave update for years. And I think that kind of goes with the exploration. I'm not even sure they know. <laughs> because, you know, when you when you kind of draw yourself into a corner a little bit, it's it's hard, you know, to say... Well, what do you guys want? And they say, well, we want a cave update. I'm like, well, dang. We're, uh... We're not so sure. And that may not be the case, but we don't know. They they aren't communicating that to us. They're saying, hey, nether update. I'm like, okay. Okay. Uh, game developers that go quiet are the worst. Are the worst type of game developers when you look your audience in the, in, and, and it's so much different now, it's so much different than it used to be. Back in the day, you would get, uh, you know, 
Yeah, Christmas Day, you'd open up one of your presents. It's a square box. It's a Game Boy game. You open up the box. You get to read through the manual, which <laughs> whoever who does manuals anymore, uh, who does physical copies of anything anymore, <laughs> and you pop it into your Game Boy. Yeah, I'm dating myself with this. I'm only 24, by the way. I'm only 24. Uh, you pop it into your Game Boy. There's no there's no need for Nintendo and Game Freak to say, well, this, 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 this. There's no need for that back in the day. Back in, you know, 2001. Well, 1998 for Red and Blue. That's what I was thinking in my head. There's no, there's no need for them to come out with a, a PSA of this, this, this. The world is so different now with communication and how easy it is to communicate, where it's literally uh, do what I'm doing right now. It is, it is this easy to do it. Uh, you know, get a mic. Doesn't even have to be a good one. You uh, use your cell phone and just record a video, just updating your community on what's going on. Um, or even forum posts. I've seen a lot of people do forum posts because it's easier, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it just seems so impersonal to me. But uh, I'm, I'm a very personable kind of guy. You know, I, I would rather someone talk to me rather than you know, make a forum post as kind of a, uh, a corporate email. I'd rather make them, I'd rather have them make a, I don't know, I guess a, a, a corporate video, <laughs> corporate video update, maybe. Um, and, and I'll use Overwatch as another example where, uh, and I'm, I'm going to talk about games that I enjoy a lot because it's, it's what brings out my, um, enjoyment in the game and what I find enjoyable and I and I hope that others can relate even if you haven't played these certain games so uh, I hope you guys can't hear me swishing around in my mouth it's super awkward it's the first episode I'm not really talking to anyone and the mic is a little sensitive whatever well you know well it's the first episode we'll, we'll get it figured out no problem uh, so with overwatch the the game developers would make new events and they still have the events, but they aren't new. Um, they still put out skins every few months, which is lame. Um, skins are neat. Uh, eh, I, I'm not someone who fans about skins. Um, I know a buddy of mine, <laughs> he has spent a lot of money on skins and... And I think if that if that's what you enjoy, I think that's perfectly fine. I have no problem with someone wanting that. My problem is when that is your whole update is here are six skins. We have 30 characters. We only made six skins and we did a ton of voice lines. Um, there's your update. How boring. How, how unimaginable can you be and they used to not be that way they used to have new new game modes you know they used to update the arcade and it really came crashing down when they introduced the workshop where essentially they let other players create their own game modes i think is a super good idea but the moment they released it i knew they were done trying with this game. Um, I know they're working on Overwatch 2. I know they are. 
but when I when I as a casual gamer can tell that you are giving up it breaks my heart um, because if, if they still continued if they still said hey here's some really fun game modes that we're going to introduce also you can make your own I have I have no problem with that but when you have no updates I mean when you have zero new updates for I think two years before they put out the workshop so do nothing for two years now you, you, you put out a new hero uh, you put out a couple heroes a year you put out a handful of skins every couple months but a new hero is awesome but you're not adding to the game and when you disappear and then you come out and say, hey, now you do it. I don't want to. That's not what they said, but that's absolutely what they said. <laughs> uh, you know, you do it. We're busy. Well, then why? I, I, I don't know. Why put faith into a team that could decide uh you do it i don't feel i don't want to i have other things to do i don't know that just got that that kind of breaks my heart uh and that that's not that's not ever something that i want tal chris to be ever um I, I want there to be a consistent update between what's going on and 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 hear me out I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use another game, Ark, Survival, Survival Evolved. If things aren't going according to the calendar, you know, you, you say, well, we're going to release this DLC in December. And, you know, November comes around and you say, hey, um, actually, we're going to have to postpone it to January. I want to know why, because and I, and I don't want a generic. Well, we want it to be as good as it can be for you. I want to know what's going on personally. I know I know I'm sure some people don't care, and I'm sure some people would would rather sit in the back and just say, "Not coming out." All right, bye. Uh, but that's not me. I'm I'm a, you know, what's going on? Uh, why are things being delayed? Because when you give out a blanket statement of we're going to postpone it sorry Th that feels like such a such a corporate answer and and if they came out and said hey look um we've got some issue with weather uh you know when it rains uh all of the Tyrannosaurus Rexes, uh, they dissolve and they disappear from our game's code. We don't know why. We'll be like, oh, that's important. That's a that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and if we if we came out and said, hey, uh, we're gonna have to postpone this, we're not entirely sure why, but gold no longer exists. That would that would be a big deal. <laughs> that, that would be a, you know, and 
it, it, it gives the community just a little bit of, oh, you know, they want me to understand what's going on. Personally, you know, that that's just how I think a game developer should interact with their community. But, uh, but that's just me. And really, that's all this podcast is going to be, is myself, some friends, some guests who come on and they say, well, I like this. I don't like this. And that's, that's probably going to be the meat of, you know, if you're going to be on, give me your favorite game or your top two games, if you can't decide, like I can't. Uh, your least favorite game or games, your favorite mechanic, and your least favorite mechanic, and why. And that, I hope, can evolve into, you know, well, do you do you really hate grappling hooks? Uh, because I love grappling hooks, and I think grappling hooks, if you have grappling hooks in your game, it's a good game. So that's me. That's Tyler from Hecava. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, if you made it all the way here. Uh, right now we're going to be at 30 minutes. I'm not sure if we're going to evolve based on, you know, guests or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. And I hope you have a heck of a day. Bye-bye, everybody.